This is a HeadGum Original. It was amazing. Lauren and I, ooh baby, we are so excited to share that our newcomer season six finale will be a live stream event. We finally figured out what it was and we're celebrating our journey through Gotham City on Thursday, March 28th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Join us and very special guests, Taryn Killam and Bobby Moynihan for a fun and unforgettable Batman-themed improv show you won't want to miss. Get your tickets now at moment.co slash newcomers. That's moment.co slash newcomers. And it'll be available for seven days following the live stream. So if you can't watch it live, get your tickets anyway and watch it on your own time. We'll see you there. Yeah. Rogers, Steven. Just give me a chance. Sorry, son. Saving your life. General Patton has said that wars are fought with weapons, but they are won by men. Our goal is to create the greatest army in history. I should be going with you. Look, I know you don't think I can do this. This isn't a back alley, Steve. It's war. But every army begins with one man. Five tries in five different cities. I can offer you a chance. He will be the first in a new breed of super soldiers. Because the weak man knows the value of strength, knows the value of power. That wasn't so bad. That was penicillin. We are going to win this war because we have the best men. Now, Mr. Stark. Nay, we personally escort Adolf Hitler to the gates of hell. Nicole Byer and Lauren Lapkiss is here, baby. I'm Lauren 
Marcus. Oh my goodness, we're really doing this. We are doing it. God, and honestly, Lauren, what? (laughs) You hate this one? It's exhausting. I, 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 I liked this one. You did? Oh my Ew. god. <laughs> Ew, scrawny, weird Chris Evans. Not that like, part. It's a soldier. I gotta talk about tiny. that. The way his face was floating on that head. I just, <laughs> I need to dissect this. But I did, you know, once he got to be himself, I was, I was quite intrigued by the film. Um, okay. <laughs> I liked the last two minutes. I liked when the last he was two like, minutes. I know that baseball game because I was at that baseball game. Where am I? That was really exciting. I was like, why didn't you start the movie here? That's so true. Well, I guess right? the next one will pick up. Well, I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Who knows? About. Well, yeah, the teaser is. at the end, I watched it. For whatever reason, Disney Plus keeps it tiny and I don't know how to make it big. So I had to walk up to my TV to watch it. <laughs> Isn't it funny that it says at the end, like Captain America will up or whatever, like will appear in the next bit. Like they're, it's like, they're like letting you know, like, don't worry. You'll see don't him worry. again. He's coming back. <laughs> I wasn't worried. I wasn't worried. Because- but we should, we should introduce what this episode is. Oh, we haven't yes. said that we are. We watched <laughs> Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. It came out in 2011. It's, this is the fourth episode of our fifth season. We're making our way through the Marvel universe. Yep, with the help of uh, newcomer super fans and sometimes people who have contributed, there's 20 episodes. So we're going to miss, I think, seven movies. Yes. Because there's 27 movies in this fucking franchise. <laughs> oh my so God. So many. So, <laughs> so um, if you want to watch Captain America, it's on Disney Plus. You can also watch it for a fee on Amazon, Apple TV, Google Play, and Vudu. And obviously, we're going to spoil this movie for you if you haven't seen it. Um, so, you know, take that for whatever, whatever, whatever that means to you. If you want to watch it, watch it. If you don't care, then don't watch it. Then don't watch it. Just have a fun time listening. Our guest today, James III, is a writer, actor, producer, best known for co-creating and co-starring the Netflix sketch series Astronomy Club, which is very funny. Um, He also co-hosts the podcast Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Ooh, James! (laughs) Welcome, James! Ooh, yes. What is your experience with Marvel and how familiar are you with the MCU? Yes. Okay. So I'm I'm very familiar with the MCU. I love I love I love everything I've seen. I love every- <laughs> I love I love everything I've seen. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, okay. Everyth- my Marvel- everything my- you've seen. Okay, but he's only right. seen well, one. I'm- I've only seen this. This is all I've seen. I haven't seen anything else. Um, <laughs> oh. Okay. I um uh, I read some Marvel comics, but I'm not like super steeped in. So I'm not as familiar with the comics as I am with like. Well, in the in this movie, they said X Y Z. I can do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So in the comics, is C- Captain America? So okay, I've heard that like <laughs> I can't. Iron Man, I cannot comment pre- on Captain America comics at all. <laughs> I have no. Oh, so you're not well versed in no those. understanding well, pre- of Captain America. <laughs> she did one of our episodes, and she said that no one cared about Iron Man. In the comics, yeah, like the movie that wasn't like out. a popular comic. Yeah, or is yeah is um uh, Captain America a popular comic? So I'm I that was the one thing that I knew was that people didn't care about Iron Man until Robert Downey Jr. played him the way that he played him. But mm-hmm. I don't know how how revered Captain America is. The, the one thing I know about Captain America is that there's a comic that came out a few years ago where he is Hydra. <laughs> and that was, everyone was like, no, we don't like this. How dare you do this to us? <laughs> what does that mean? 
So Captain uh, America yeah. was the the red man. Well, he wasn't the red man, but but yes, but like no, but Hydra's the red man. But he was him. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Because like, he fights so like him. Hydra's Hydra's the in the organization, you know, and the oh, red man was the red. Oh, man. Yeah. I thought the red man was Hydra. What's no. his name? His name is Red Skull. <laughs> Well, his name is his Red Skull. Come on, red, I'm sure there's like more to it. Like, oh, he's also Johann Schmidt. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was a villain and my face was all red and and gross, I wouldn't call myself Red Skull. Maybe no. I call myself like Scarlet Scarlet Evil or like something fun. Blood face. <laughs> Blood face is good. <laughs> I don't know. This movie, I actually really enjoyed this movie. And I, I was prepared to not like it for various reasons, but mm-hmm. in, and my husband wasn't a fan of this one, so I thought maybe it'd be bad, but I really liked it. I liked how it was kind of real reality a little bit. I mean, I guess maybe they're all going to yeah. be like that. Is that what, what we're in store for, James? Like that they're going to have like a taste of like the real world mixed with I'm going to say this is going to go away soon (laughs) this sort of this general vibe is gonna go away soon and i i i uh when i first saw this i didn't like it as much Uh but watching it watching it now after seeing everything it's it was so refreshing to go back to like we're just dealing with captain america just oh man he gotta go on a publicity tour like like (laughs) (laughs) that was like a nice uh change from like it's not in the sort of there's like a formula that you'll see that is uh, they start to fall oh. into, and like I this did is not like how it looked aesthetically, and I mm-hmm. thought it was like well shot. It it seemed very like not like indie, but like it was grounded. But yeah. then they killed Stanley Tucci's, and I was very upset about. <laughs> oh that. no, I was glad. <gasps> you were you didn't glad. Like that silly I wasn't glad, but I said, "Oh, go. We don't have to talk to him anymore." I love. Stanley I was Tucci. like. <laughs> I'm so I love sad Stanley that you Tucci, feel that but I didn't like the German accent. It was terrible, okay. and I loved it. Yeah. Also, his friend Bucky and Howard Stark to me were interchangeable. I know one had a mustache and one did <laughs> they not. Looked but I was like so much like no, that is true. They looked so much alike. No, wait, where yeah, did I was Bucky go? Fully confused. I was like, what is going on? I was like, who's who? And then oh, Gabe yeah. Jones played by wait, yeah, yes, played Derek by uh, Luke, Derek baby. Luke. Ooh boy, them oh, yeah. juicy lips. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! This is maybe the best Marvel movie there ever is because it's the only one with Derek Luke. You could say. Uh, I mean, I also think it's got some nice kisses. We like to have the kisses. There was a kiss, and I did squeal. When there was a kiss, but I also laughed so hard when I saw that the like bombs were labeled. Well, I know it was like New York. I was like, hmm. Well, that makes it easy when you're just trying to do it quickly. Send it off. It was. So I'd funny kill. to me that they were like, let's label these fucking bombs. This one's going to Chicago. <laughs> this one's going to New York. <laughs> That's how you know the operation is together you know they know what's going on they know you know who getting hit when see that's you in <laughs> yeah. trouble when that happens they had like a home organizational team come in and just make it super clear like these were totally disorganized bombs and now they are labeled <laughs> in canisters oh my god okay well here we have our segment called the daily bugle where we give news for the marvel <laughs> cinematic universe the daily bugle the daily bugle 
Um, Anthony Ramos, the star of In the Heights, was cast in the upcoming Disney Plus Marvel series Ironheart. According to Deadline's source, he will be playing an undisclosed major Marvel character expected to show up in future films in addition to the TV show. I am so excited. I love Anthony Ramos. I did a show with him in New York years and years and years ago, and I was like, he's a fucking star. Star. Yeah. And now he is. I knew it in my heart, so I'm responsible for his success. You are. What was the show you did? <laughs> um, I did this show at, uh, it was in Brooklyn, and it was with uh, Ira, Ira Glass. Yeah. This American Life. And uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote a 15-minute musical called something. I don't know. It's on. In, in, and you uh, were in it? No, no. I was in a different one. Yeah, it's called 21 Chump Street. It's wow. really great. And I'm not in it. I'm in a different story that Sashir told about how we got into oh. a, a, a car accident. Wow. Cool. More what Daily Bugle. What a cool night. It was very fun. I loved it. Have you seen Anthony Ramos's um, audition for Rum Tum Tugger, though? Have you seen that? Because that no. will change your life. It will what? change your life. Is he it good? It. He tweeted it sometime with during the shutdown. He was like, listen, I was I, I almost got this part. And it it's incredible. <laughs> I have it to is, see rum. Yes. Tim. Okay. That's I'm going to set it up so I can look at it later. Okay. Um, more Daily Bugle. A new trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness debuted during the Super Bowl and featured a mystery voice that sounds a lot like Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Oh, so wait, what? So instead of like <laughs> recasting Professor X, when it, I'm so confused about like, like I know Fox has X Men, so does is Marvel going to do more X Men or do an X Men movie? I really hope so. I really that's. I hope all so I too because the reboots were like not great, and the last one was pretty shitty. <laughs> I'm a huge X Men fan. You I didn't find like it any so other, interesting. Like you didn't like. Oh, but <laughs> no, just that you love X Men, but like you've been actively avoiding this whole franchise, which is like well, to me similar <laughs> as someone who doesn't watch either. Well, no, because none of the none of this has Storm, and oh. I'm here for Storm. And Holly Berry's a terrible Storm. In the first movie, <laughs> she has an accent, and then in the second one, they were like, "Hey, girl, you don't have to do it," and she doesn't do it. Wow! Let me tell you, I love that. That's that will happen as you continue to watch these movies too. You will see Ooh, people wait. who have an accent that then don't have one. It's going to be nice. It's going to be fun. I I really like that. I like that they just go, you know what? Stop. We love you. You don't need to do that. We don't need this. And then they cast, I think it's Alexa Ship for the newer ones. And she, I like her. She's a great actress, but she like didn't bring me the like strength of Storm. When I was little, I just fucking loved Storm. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. She like she could control the weather, and like sometimes Absolutely. I would get hot and be like, "Ooh, wouldn't a nice wind be good?" I <laughs> <laughs> is that her catchphrase? All I want to be is like I want them to do a Storm origin movie. I want to be Storm's fat friend who's like, "Storm, it's hot. <laughs> you make it windy. Also, I'm thirsty. Can we have some rain?" <laughs> Wait, oh so you God. would be upset if they could if. Halle Berry came back as Storm. Is that what it's like? Because it's like, oh, they didn't. Okay, yes, I understand. Okay, Okay. so do we? I want like a strong lady to play Storm. Oh, (gasps) what? Whoa! Michaela Cole has been cast (gasps) in the Black Panther theory, and one of the theories is that she's Storm. That would be so holy shit! I'm here for it. That's incredible. Yeah. 
I just read exactly what you wrote, even though it didn't make sense. She was cast. That in, would okay, be I'm gonna, I mean, Michaela Cole was cast in the Black Panther sequel. Okay, that's what I was trying to say. That's so amazing. She's like so. That would be awesome. That would be a really interesting yeah. uh, casting choice too. Yeah, I'm here for that. She's so pretty. She is. She's so talented. God, I love I just meet her. I may destroy you. That was so good. I haven't watched it yet. Oh I'm my trying God, to get into what? the mindset Ooh. to watch Ooh. it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, intense. Like, I got a little bit of spoilers, so. It's intense. Okay. But yeah. it's really I, like, good. I want to be in a good place to watch it. And you can't just throw that on any old night. Yeah, and don't binge it, I guess, if that's how you're feeling. <laughs> then watch yeah. it over time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, should we watch the trailer to Doctor St- Doctor Strange is the man in Spider-Man whose house was filled with snow? Yes. Um... Okay, <laughs> Lauren, I watched Spider-Man and I had so many questions and it was really upsetting because I went with a friend who was like, you talk during everything. You cannot talk during this. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. That's not okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, they know that so about you. Then why? <laughs> why invite you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. I was like, don't stifle me. And then guess what? They talked during the whole movie. See? And I was, I felt vindicated. Did you just and- <laughs> remain silent? <laughs> I was just silent and nodding. They were like, you can't talk, but I can. I can talk. Um, oh, <laughs> I want. Okay. Do we want to watch this trailer? Let's watch this trailer, baby. Every night, I dream the same dream. And then... <laughs> the nightmare begins. What was that bedroom? <laughs> Very opulent. I what I had to do. Oh my god. To protect our world. You can't okay. control everything strange. You opened the doorway between universes. And we don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda. What do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. I'm sorry, <laughs> Stephen. Your desecration of reality will not go unpunished. We should tell him the truth. Uh, well, obviously, yeah, that's it's not, not a mystery voice. Let's get real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, their heads are cut up. That was funny. You break the rules. Look out! I become a hero. I do it. I become the enemy. Hmm. That doesn't seem fair. Fight! Okay. Okay. I like so Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> I like her too, and I like that she's living out the dreams of her sisters, Mary Kay and Ashley, by talking to herself like she's a twin. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like she built a really nice career for herself. I feel like she she waited to become an actor until she was uh, no longer a child, which I think was great too. Yeah, I think when you have the example right in your home, you go, eh, maybe I don't do that. But she did act as a child. She was she in did? the Adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley. Oh my God, that's oh, hilarious. She wow. played, guess what? The twin sister. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think their brother might have been in it too. Oh, wow. Well, you got to get everyone in there when you can. Oh, shit. I used to have those VHSs. I wonder if I threw them away. Oopsies. <laughs> anyway, there's more Daily Bugle. Oh, oh yes. Speaking Ooh. of X Men, we say it in sync. Uh, I'll take it Channing Tatum said recently in an interview that he was so traumatized by not getting to play Gambit that he can't watch Marvel movies he was set to star as the character in a solo film that unfortunately got scrapped when Disney bought Fox fun fact I auditioned for that movie wow Whoa. (laughs) I think I signed an NDA but like since it's not happening I think I can talk about it I don't remember the sides but I did tape it in a shower in Costa Rica in a shower? was that the only white background you had? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> there was like iguanas like stapled to the wall everywhere because it was like this place called Casa Iguana or whatever. That's so uh, funny. So yeah, me and Sashir taped Was it uh, good? Like were the self-tapes sides? In the... I remember them being good. I remember them being about, guess what? Ooh. Cards. Because that's what Gambit is all about. Okay. <laughs> so wait, so Disney bought Fox and then they just completely scrapped the entire project. Why? Probably because they have their own, what is it? It's like phases or whatever. So they're probably going to like reintroduce X-Men in some sort of phasing. Yeah. I also I read I'm that, about. that he was, him and his directing partner, they were trying to direct it and they hadn't directed a, a, a feature before. And they, oh, well, and they like kept being big. like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it, you know. But they have dog coming out now. So Whose dog? That's the name of the movie. <laughs> it's, it's Channing. It's Channing Tatum's dog. <laughs> oh, I thought this was like a, like a fucking Marvel movie. It's just a movie about a dog. Yeah. Well, you got to start somewhere. It's just a movie about a dog. Yeah. Wait, we should watch that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's very uh, much something a man would do to be like, I want to direct the next X Men movie. I've never directed, but can I do it? Yeah. It's like, that's so bold. <laughs> and they would probably let people do that. I mean, that happens all the time. I, I well, When I read like... that, I was surprised they didn't just go, yeah, y'all can, you know, you're that guy from 21 Drum Street. You can Figure do You know what I mean? Out. Like, I'm so. <laughs> yeah. I would let him do it. I thought he'd be a good gambit. Um, I wonder, like, I feel like Fantastic Four was directed by somebody who only had directed one other thing. There's a lot of that, but it's just always surprising to me. Like, I just feel like um, it would be hard for me, at least, to say, I'll do it if I never mm. do that. <laughs> Lauren, I think you should just believe in yourself. Fine. Say you'll direct the next Doctor Strange movie. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> I'd love the chance. I'd love the chance. I would love that opportunity. Thank you. I would Thank you see so it. Much. I would see well, it. I think people and would, I would see probably it. enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole world would see it. They'd be like, Lauren Lapkus directing a Doctor Strange movie. I got it. That's get random. Let's go laugh at that. Oh my god. Okay, well let's take a break and then we'll jump into Captain America. Full force. Did you know nearly 75% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about? Before I started using Rocket Money, I thought I had about, I don't know, 10 subscriptions. 
I could not believe it when they showed me I was actually paying for 15 subscriptions each month. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it's never ending. So thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones that I forgot about. Cringe. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can see my spending habits, and plus it'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you. Isn't that amazing? Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash newcomers. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. And we're back. Okay, so Captain America was written by Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, directed by Joe Johnson, uh, released July 22nd, 2011. This movie feels very current for 2011. It really that was does. Ele- 10 years ago? 11 years ago? The technology was really good considering that. The, f- yeah, the face so. thing was one of the most shocking things I've ever seen, and we will get to that when we... <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's jump into the summary here, and we'll talk about what we thought. So... The film opens in the Arctic Circle in the present day, where researchers mm-hmm. uncover the buried wreckage of a large wing-shaped aircraft. Oh, I forgot that it starts there. You and- know what? <laughs> I When this started, I said, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And as you read it now, I'm like, that's Captain America who's in there. <laughs> to the end. So inside, they discover a frozen circular object oh. with a red, white, and blue motif. I cannot believe I'm only connecting that now. Yeah. We cut to March 1942, where Hydra forces, it's a top secret science division of the Nazi party, invades a stone church in Norway, seeking a mysterious cosmic artifact known as the Tesseract, which possesses untold powers. Their leader, Johann Schmidt Hugo Weaving, also from The Matrix, Uh, has... He's Mr. (laughs) Mr. What's-his-name? I haven't seen The Matrix. Agent Smith. Mr. Smith. You've never seen The Matrix? Agent Agent Smith, yep. Oh, Agent Ooh. Smith. I'm sorry. Thank you, James. Uh, He's Warren, an agent, you, yes. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta watch the first one. I will watch it. Okay. Has the churchkeeper who guarded the Tesseract killed, along with everybody in the village? Yeah, so in 1943, <laughs> what I liked about this, though, is that it kind of feels like 
it just feels like a war movie at first. Like, mm-hmm. it, um, so that was kind of interesting to me. In 1943, Steve Rogers, played by Chris Evans, but he's very small thanks to CGI. Ugh. So he's once again rejected <laughs> for military duty Ugh. on the battlefields of World War II um, because he keeps trying to he keeps trying to go to war, but he's really small. But they they what they did was they took an actor with a smaller frame, I assume, <laughs> right? And they put his and face on it. Put Chris Evans' face on like, it. Like I yeah. think the body was real because he he's in all this. It, that part didn't ever strike me as odd, right? There's one part <laughs> where he's sitting in the car and that head is floating. That head. I was like, they didn't connect it good at all. So sometimes it. I was offended. It was so weird. Why you're offended? I was offended. Look at me. I'm I'm a wiry dude. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I you could just cast a wiry dude to play the part. Okay. Then CGI this. the uh-huh. muscles. CGI the muscles ah. later. Don't don't make a big dude small. Oh, <laughs> I actually, I went a different way with it. I thought they should have just cast a different actor for that part, and then when he turns into Captain America, he's Chris Evans. Like I didn't think it needed mm. to. Like, I could suspend my just disbelief. They look slightly different, you know. Yeah, but then we wouldn't see the range of him being like, "Hey, I'm just a frail bully. I was beat up in that alley. I was beat up in that alley. <laughs> I was beat up so behind funny, that like, hospital. I was little... beat up everywhere. <laughs> now I know what to do. I will fight everybody." <laughs> Sometimes it was like really zoomed in on the body. So it'd be like so much face and so little Mm -hmm. like space on the head. (laughs) And then I feel like he was like, you so he picturing him doing that acting of like being like I'm just a little guy like when he was like in a little like blue screen booth or something with just his face and he has like like some like spandex around his body or something and he's going like I'm okay I'm that scared. makes it even funnier <laughs> just him pretending to be little I just couldn't believe that when I saw that I was so shocked and I was kind of more excited to watch it because I was like what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Who made this choice? I also just didn't understand why he wanted to be in the war Me so bad. Why was he so desperate to go? So it says, after multiple attempts due to his frail physical appearance and numerous health issues, he keeps getting rejected. He later picks a fight at a movie theater, gets beat up in an alley. Well, so in the movie theater, the guy's like screaming over like a war video that starts is playing before yeah. the movie. And then he's like defending the war. He's like, they're honorable. Let them be or whatever. And then this guy kicks his ass. And then Bucky Barnes, his best friend played by Sebastian Stan, who rescues him while attending Stark Expo. seems like there's always a fucking Stark Expo happening. Uh, yeah. Right. Bucky in two dates, Steve tries to enlist again. Imagine like going on a date and being like, I, I gotta get to war. Fuck this lady. I know. And he keeps lying about where he lives so he can enlist again. And there's a big sign that's like, it's illegal to mm-hmm. lie about your whatever facts. That was interesting because I was like, that never comes back. No one. It d- like it yeah. didn't fucking matter. They wanted to just use it him as an It only mattered for that moment. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was afraid for a little bit, but then they saw that he could just be the person that they do this to. They put him in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so after overhearing Steve's conversation with Bucky about wanting to help in the war, Abraham Erskine, Stanley Tucci's, allows Steve to enlist as a candidate of Project Rebirth, a super soldier experiment being conducted by the Strategic Scientific Reserve, or SSR. Under the supervision of Erskine, uh, Chester Phillips, Tommy Lee Jones, who, boy, oh boy, he's got real big ears that I've never clocked, and boy, <laughs> is he old. I was concerned. I so I hope he gets to sit down in between takes. And Peggy Carter, <laughs> Haley Atwell. Yeah, he, Tommy Lee Jones 
I feel like he's kind of looked the same for a long time, though. Like he's kind of yes. stalled out at a certain age. Um, he's got such a he's just who he is. You know what I mean? Like when he's yeah. in yeah. this role, I was like, that's he's just being Tommy Lee Jones, which I didn't hate. Watching watching this made me realize I hadn't seen him in a while. And I mm-hmm. was like, oh, is he going to does he look just like this still? Like, you know, would he be? Because <laughs> like, I guess, it's, well, I guess what I'm thinking is that he does look like that now, but maybe I don't know. I think he does. I'm looking at his Wikipedia. He looks the same. He's 75 years old, so he is Ooh. up there. So he was 65 when they shot this, which seems younger than I would have put. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, I Yep, I'm there with you. He's he's probably lived a hard life in a good way. You know, mm-hmm. like he's gone hard. Like he's 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 kind of like weathered in a way that makes you think he just smokes cigarettes and does whatever he fucking wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Live your life to the fullest. That's the Tommy Lee Jones method. You gotta just do it. Totally. Okay, so Phillips doesn't think that Steve is the right person for the procedure, but changes his mind after seeing the way Steve threw himself on a dummy grenade <laughs> during basic training. I did not understand why he did this. So the guy, so oh, they throw it. Because he thought his little body would shield everyone from an explosion. Oh. Wait, well, you, so he's you don't know why he did Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fully delusional. Well, That's did. why he keeps trying you know, to enlist. You, de- you try to protect, you do whatever you can to protect that's why he, he, he tossed it because he thought the other dude was going to do it too. You know, he mm-hmm. thought the other dude was going to jump down on it, you know, because that's what you do. But you try why to dampen wouldn't everyone just run away from it? Like, why does someone have because to kill they're themselves? they're not heroes. That's why everyone yeah. runs away. Steve yeah. is a fucking hero because he put his frail body on an explosive. It was very cute how he kind of just leapt onto it and then everyone was like, oh, it was fake. Oh, I'd be like, he's I- not the right person for the job because if that was a real grenade, all his like little bones would have gone flying in the air and probably <laughs> hit somebody in the eye. I would have been mad. Oh, my God. I liked how this opening sequence was very like... Men in Black. It was like Tommy Lee Jones doing the same thing from Men in Black, but to <laughs> but yes, to, but now uh-huh. it's to Steve Rogers. Yeah, it was like just b- beat by beat the same thing. So the night before the treatment, Erskine reveals to Steve that Schmidt underwent an imperfect version of the procedure and suffered negative side effects due to his inner ambition for power and obsession with becoming a superior man. However, he reassures Steve that he chose him because he believed Steve was an inherently good man and that because he had been weak his whole life, he would not lose respect for the strength he would gain. Aww. Yeah, I was like, okay. I mean, just because he's like this scrawny little man doesn't mean he's inherently good. Do you know what I mean? No, like, I just, and I, I mean, like, he seems to like, he adapts to being hot and strong like so easily. Like he never like so looks in the mirror easily. and goes, he's like, <laughs> like, he's just like, I'm strong now, let's go. Like it's just so <laughs> easy for him. He, Very run, easy. he got a little, he run a little weird, you know what I mean? <laughs> he can't quite control how he run. He's yeah, slipping he all over the place. Yeah, he flies into a, the like window and breaks it and he's like, oh, and then he's like back oh, to running. My and then I was legs. like, put some shoes on him. I know, when he runs out barefoot, wow, that was intense. I was like, that's disgusting. So back in Europe, Schmidt and Arnon Zola, Toby Jones, uses one of his machines successfully harnessing the energies of Tesseract, intending to use the power to fuel Zola's inventions. He also dispatches to kill an assassin to kill Erskine. In New York City, Steve undergoes the super soldier treatment. 
He's put in a special chamber. So this was like the Stefan Urkel moment for him. It truly was. I was like, I can follow this. So he's put in a special <laughs> chamber where Erskine administers the super soldier serum and doses him with Vita Rays. Steve emerges from the chamber. All of that was stupid. Super soldier treatment, super soldier serum, <laughs> Vita Rays. I know. <laughs> this is all first draft it's shit. so silly. We'll just give him the super soldier serum. Okay, fine. Just put that in there for now. Um, Steve emerges from the chamber taller and with an enhanced physique. <laughs> what a polite way to put it. After witnessing the success of the experiment, one of the attendees reveals himself to be Schmidt's assassin, Heinz Kruger, Richard Armitage, who shoots Erskine, killing him. So yeah, he gets into this, like, there. he's in like, um, what's it called? Like, where they do like a surgery in like, a, in like the sort of viewing place, like the theater. Uh-huh. And so he's in that, yeah. and they, they put him inside this little like rocket, and they shoot him up with all this blue goo. <laughs> and thankfully they closed the machine because I didn't want him to get like, have like the sort of nutty professor moment where he's like... I did. <laughs> I wanted to see those muscles bulge. I wanted to see his eyes get big and wide, and his arms like... His head expands to make sense of his face. <laughs> yeah, oh that's my God. what I wanted. That would have been really funny. Uh, so Kruger grabs the last vial of the super soldier serum and escapes the facility into the streets of New York. Steve is now super strong and super fast. And he, uh, he manages to catch Kruger, but the vial's broken in the process and the assassin immediately commits suicide with a cyanide pill before he can be interrogated for information. As he dies, he says, hail Hydra. Can we talk about how he committed suicide with his tooth that was cyanide? That was the weirdest. He literally like pops his tooth out. <laughs> Chops yeah. it, which made me sick. And then crunched. It was gross. And then it was cyanide. It started foaming in his mouth, and he died. So, like, what was that, James? You know about this? I, I mean, I've seen stuff like this in James, other you spy know about movies. I somebody that's like, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen you know it happen. But the thing I don't understand is like, how do you, if you always have cyanide in your tooth, <laughs> like, how do you go about your every day with the cyanide pill? Like, how do you, you eat make, corn you on the cob? Careful. With your cyanide tooth <laughs> without killing yourself. You have to be very careful and eat on one side of your mouth. <laughs> or maybe also, you are take people it out popping when you out their tooth? Like, like, do you have to have not a tooth? In right, order to right. It's not just for the loss of tongue dexterity. Yeah, he was really slick with it. Like, he'd done it a lot, but that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't, Ugh. that made me kind of sick, but it was also kind of, oh, there was a point to this. That, that evil guy was was attacking or was like threatening to kill a child in that moment. Mm -hmm. He was like holding this kid at gunpoint and then he throws the kid into the water, whatever water it is. And then the kid's like, don't worry, I can swim. Go get him. I can swim. (laughs) Like, all right. Very like Jimmy Olsen, like go, go get him. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. It's so funny to me how nobody was really like, wow, what's happening? Like the lady was like, put my kid down. And that's about all she said. I know. Like the stakes are much, higher than that right um that man was willing to do anything including kill himself one minute later he would not have cared <laughs> what happened to that child so steve is approached by senator brandt offered uh, offering the chance to tour the nation for the uso to promote war donations although steve is happy to be contributing towards the war effort he's such a good guy he grows increasingly weary of being paraded around and not able to fight actively in the war itself so he, this he's like, part could have been cut. It could have been cut one minute. Stuff for time. Yeah. When I when I first saw the movie, I didn't like this part at all. I didn't understand the justification of like you know you you're a super soldier, but you're not good enough. Like I didn't get I didn't get what made him not good enough. I guess not preventing the explosion to begin with. But how could he? he just came out the 
Right. I, I didn't get like why. once he was made strong, why is he being held back in this way and he's just kind of being paraded around as like a little mascot? I didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't get that but either. That's why I was like, around, cut it know. for a time. I liked it. You liked it? So liked, well, you like it now? I liked it. Why? why? Yeah, I don't it still doesn't make sense. I don't, I still don't know why <laughs> they did it. And they they it's gotta be explained better and I just didn't see it. But I like the like him being beat down by this. And then how he how he overcomes it afterwards. I'm really, yeah. I, like it hit me much harder this time. Than well, I guess time. it's kind of cute because it makes him sort of an underdog still. Like, and then so that when he starts to really prove how good he is, it makes it more exciting that he's a superhero or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, it would have been kind of quick. It would have just been like he got the goo, then he's strong and he's like kicking ass. Mm. Like it was just a little way to like build the story, I guess, to make it so we cared more if he ever got to do his thing. Okay, so meanwhile in Germany, Schmidt has declared his succession from the Third Reich. It's Reich, right? Do I say that mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Claiming yeah. that Hydra right. could grow no further under Adolf Hitler's shadow. Using the stored energy in the Tesseract, Hydra creates a variety of weapons and other technology, quickly giving the faction the potential to become a major threat uh, to the war front and the world at large. So back with the SSR, Steve learns that Bucky's unit was lost in a battle against Hydra. He refuses to believe that Bucky is dead and becomes determined to mount a solo rescue attempt with help from Carter and Howard Stark, who fly him behind enemy lines. Steve manages... Real easily. Yeah. They're dodging the shots from this uh, the Hydra rays that like just evaporate people. But, you know, you dip, you go up, you go side to side, and nobody goes... I know, I really... I felt sad when people were getting evaporated by that. I was like, that's a life lost. Like, I just like, I don't know. It was that's like, a life lost. hitting me. Sincerely is one of the most violent Marvel movies it felt oh, like. Oh yeah, like, a man gets stuff that chopped in up and you see <laughs> yes. blood sprayed yeah. behind. Blood I was trail? like, the children see this? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. believe it. They would never do that now, I feel like. But it like but in the early days they were just like, yeah, a guy gets a guy gets, you know, Chopped, fully chopped up. Yeah. yeah. Well, even in like the beginning, more than when, like, the, he went through a food processor. <laughs> yeah, like, he was blended. He yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, it was. He was a smoothie. That was wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the beginning, when the bad guy shoots that old man, and then the blood spatters <gasps> onto his little pin, and he's like, mm. and "That was fucked up too." <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, so Steve manages to sneak into Hydra's main factory where he finds and frees most of the captive soldiers, including Bucky, who he discovers is being operated on in an isolation ward of the factory. And I couldn't figure out if he had been operated or was the operation was beginning because he was like a little dazed. He was like, oh, my God, you big. Yeah, <laughs> it did not, yeah. It did not hit him enough that his friend now looked completely different in a way that was completely impossible. <laughs> But we see later in the bar where he's like, I guess I'm now a piece of shit yeah. and girls don't like me. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Someone was in their feelings writing that scene. <laughs> yeah. But I I feel like he stays that way. Like, it, like in the first few scenes, they're like, they're friends and he's chummy and he's this. But for the rest of this movie, he is looking at. Steve, like, I'm supposed to be the one with the muscles. Like, I know. He's like, so upset at him. 
when he says let's hear it for Captain America, he gives him the side eye to end all side eyes. Yeah. I clocked let's that hear too. It. I was like, wow. I know. <laughs> and he and it's like, don't be so jealous. Like, just be excited that your friend is doing well. <laughs> yeah, your friend yeah. is hot. Now you can actually go on go double on dates. Double date, oh, maybe, do everything you want. He's still hot, Bucky. Maybe he liked it in the beginning where he was like, I'm going to go try to get in the army again. He's like, great. I'm going to have a threesome with these women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Schmidt sees what's going on, sets the factory to self-destruct to cover Hydra's operations. As the building begins to detonate, Schmidt confronts Steve on a high catwalk and reveals his face is actually a mask. Oh, I that was crazy. Believe that. Um, yeah. So it's a red skull-like visage, a result of the super soldier serum that earned him the nickname The Red Skull. So how come Steve has a face still? Cause he didn't have a bad like he didn't have the bad serum. He and he know? wasn't oh, he, he wasn't evil serum. inside, so it like reacted well <laughs> with his body and was just like it'll That's just so funny result in that muscles. like if you're a good person, super soldier serum will just make you hot, and if you are evil, you will look like your inside. Yeah, have come to the, <laughs> the outside. thing about him having the red skull underneath his mask. I don't think I knew that going into it the, the first time I saw it, but watching it this time, there's a point like two scenes earlier where he like itches his eye and like his the his eyelid goes down just a little bit too far. It's like oh. but I don't know if you would have seen it if you didn't know what was coming, but it goes down he got, it's like really, uh, it's gross. It's really that's gross. Cool. So I'm glad that you did That's cool. <laughs> Clever nod to what's going to happen. Um, okay. Steve gains his superior officer's respect and is given high rank and the chance to fight as a key figure on the war front opposing Hydra directly. Steve recruits Bucky Dum Dum Dugan. I miss that character's name. I miss that man's name. Dum Dum Dugan? Gabe Jones, Jim Morita, James Montgomery Fallsworth, and Jacques Dernier as his personal team of howling commandos to take out the other known Hydra operations. So yeah, this is when they start just f kicking ass and taking names yeah. and his and it was funny that he had like a crew because i was like he has a crew for five minutes of this movie i know where they go <laughs> i i don't know and also who are they like he doesn't know these people like <laughs> that's they true they're not like his like friends that we care about or something <laughs> no but they're uh what's his name they're bucky's friends is that his friend's name uh yeah, yeah bucky yeah so maybe he's like, if you're good with Bucky, you're good with me. <laughs> uh, he also gains the respect of Private Lorraine, Natalie Dom Dormer, who pulls him in for a kiss as Carter, who's visibly jealous, calls him to test some equipment with Stark. Uh, Howard outfits Steve with a durable custom combat uniform and a circular shield made of, of vibranium, which he explains is the rarest metal of the earth, stronger than steel, a third of the weight. And I was like, did this billionaire steal from the Africans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that oh, what it's called? vibranium yeah. is from Africa. It's from Black Panther. Yeah. It's also yeah. what, uh, that's what uh, Wolverine's lined with, right? Oh. No? Uh, oh, no, he's with Adanamum. Or Adanamum. Adamantium. Adanamum. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what is it? Adamantium. <laughs> what? I, I think you can think of it as the as the hero Adam Ant. Adamantium. Uh -huh. Oh, Adamantium. Well, what's Adamantium? <laughs> it's I, different than I vibranium? It's some, it's some compound, some 
thing. I well, I liked how his <laughs> I don't how know he used it. his shield. I didn't know he was going to throw it like that. Like he would just throw it and like kill people. Like he just mm-hmm. like throws it at a tree and some guy falls out and then he throws it yeah. and like bounces back like a boomerang. I think that was pretty fun. I didn't know that was going to happen. I was like, this is the strongest Frisbee I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> so two years later, Steve and the Howling Commandos assaults a train carrying Zola. Steve That's what they're called? The Howling Commandos? What? <laughs> Steve? Did Dum Dum name them that? Let's be the Howling Commandos. All right, Dum Dum Dugan. <laughs> All right, Dum Dum Dugan. <laughs> Steve and Bucky engage in a fight with the soldiers on the train, during which Bucky falls from the train while Jones locates Zola and captures him. Steve is deeply affected by the loss of his best friend and is convinced by Carter to use his sorrow as motivation to put an end to Hydra for good. Using information extracted from Zola, the final Hydra stronghold is located and they lead an attack to stop Schmidt from attacking the United States. So then Steve climbs aboard Valkyrie, Hydra's massive aircraft bomber as it takes off. During the fight, a machine containing the Tesseract is damaged. Schmidt handles the Tesseract, which opens a wormhole into space, sucking him right into that bright light. <laughs> the cube falls to the floor, burning oh, yeah. through the plane and falling into the ocean. Okay, wait, with can no we talk about land when, he, when he takes the blue thing and then he just like, it, it melts his entire face and body and he goes into orbit? Like it was like yep. the most insane <laughs> And I was like, so we think Captain America is a hero. He just like accidentally hit that thing. And then he was like, he not just, my cube. And then the cube yeah. took him. The cube is the hero. So, yeah. I didn't. I agree. I fully agree. Like, I didn't like that when I first saw it. And I still don't like it now. Like, I don't like that. Like, Red Skull is supposed to have whatever the serum inside of him. But all it did was remove his face skin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But this final battle should have been like, I don't know, like they're punching each other like out the plane and then and then jumping yeah. out and grabbing them, pulling them into the plane. You know, all kinds of crazy stuff. But right. Because yeah. all he does with his red face is literally run away. Yeah. yeah. He just like keeps yeah. leaving the scene being like, ooh, I, I don't want to be here. Um, I'm going to get in my little spaceship. You drive my car, not a scratch. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really weird. And yeah, then the car, the cube falls and burns the plane and falls in the ocean. I was like, wait. Like that cube was insane. First of all, wasn't was the cube always just in Red Skull's hands like the entire time? Like when he he's the first one to open it in the beginning. Then does Captain America interact with the cube? No, I don't think anyone touches it. So it's just and in lucky. this a line that yeah. Well, in in this a line that stood out to me this time than the first time is someone says like. Oh, the guy, the old man that he kills in the beginning, maybe is like you'll you'll never be able to wield the power. You'll never be able to hold that in your hands. It's like the mm-hmm. first thing is said to him. So then it's just supposed to hit like he tries to hold it and then oh, you know or whatever. Oh, oh. yeah, 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 huh. yeah, yeah. You know, Steve is also just like, oh, he's dead. Well, I can't land this yeah. plane. <laughs> Um, With no way to land the plane without detonating its weapon, Steve crashes it into the Arctic shelf while making a sorrowful goodbye to Carter, making a promise to take her dancing. Stark uh, later recovers the Tesseract from the ocean floor, but is unable to locate Steve's body or Schmidt's aircraft. Yeah, I wasn't scared here because I figured it was going to end well, but I didn't know how. But the stakes didn't feel that exciting to me right here because I was like, well, there's no way he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he yeah. can't die because I know he becomes a winter soldier. <laughs> <laughs> so 
this is this is the best part, I think. Steve awakens in a 1940s-style hospital room, deducing from the radio broadcast of a baseball game that he attended that something is wrong. So they are playing a radio broadcast of a game, and he's like, wait, this game's from 1941. I was at that game. This can't be possible. And the nurse is like, um, sir, and she's pushing a button, and all these mm-hmm. people come in, and he breaks through the wall like he's on the Truman Show. He jumps, <laughs> he runs outside and he's in present day Times Square, which is so and crazy. It's like it says American Eagle behind him. And then also like Forever 21, I was like, wow, shout out to that. <laughs> but I was like, he's taking this so well. He's, he's adapting <laughs> to the lights. He's yes, nothing I would have been like, it's bright. What's the, all the noise? <laughs> what is everyone wearing? What are these vehicles? Yeah. <laughs> he's just basically confused about the date more than anything. Yes. Um, he was like, yeah. you're lying about the date. And then Nick Fury. That was exciting. What the fuck? How is he just here? I liked that. I like that. So Nick Fury <laughs> walks up and tells him he's been asleep for 70 years and stunned by this revelation. Steve's only response is that he had a date. I thought that was actually cute. That was like a, basically a rom-com yeah. at this point. Yeah, I this mean, was a, a nice ending, but I was mad at the oversight of the date. Like, how do you they they do this whole thing and they're like, "Yep, let's do it from a baseball game." That I guess he not only was he at, but like he watched. You know what I mean? Like he like wa- I know he knew everything that was happening. Like, it's just uh, really funny to me the attention to detail because I don't think he died in 1941. Well, that's what doesn't when make did sense he die? because. He so saw he died in 1942, game. and they didn't think to get a baseball game from yeah, like insane. Like that's after what I don't understand. Like, because like the date could be said during that. Like you just want to like I don't know. I mean that was that's what I was so confused about. Like why yeah. did they pick a, pick a game that he was at before he even became Captain America? He didn't go to right. a game. I think they that. just fucked up. They just picked something. They were like I don't know something from the fucking 40s. Yeah, it was just somebody going like, here's <laughs> one I found on YouTube, and like they just put it on. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to to ease someone into 75 years in the future. Just play a different yeah, game. Yeah, just think like, about that a little bit. Oh my god. Yeah, just a just a touch, you know? I also love that that nurse was like, "Um, you're in New York." And he's like, "No. Tell me where I really am." She's like, "Oh no." She panicked so uh, fast. <laughs> it was her first day like having to handle him. Prep her. He was not awake ever before. This was her first time she had to come in and do her lines, and she freaked out immediately. <laughs> Truly. She couldn't she even like, go, oh, like, oh, no. you're just feeling fuzzy. No, that's not the date. Like, she didn't come up with anything. She just pushed a button, and they all went crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Should we take a little break? Let's do it. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 
Okay, well, this movie was not nominated for any major awards, but the film was pretty well-received critically. It has an 80% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes with a consensus that reads, With plenty of pulpy action, a pleasantly retro vibe, and a handful of fine performances, Captain America is solidly old-fashioned blockbuster entertainment. Hmm, I actually agree. However, Karina Longworth who hosts the Hollywood History Podcast, you must remember this, reviewed it for the Village Voice writing, a hokey, hacky, two-hour-plus exercise in franchise transition slash price gouging, complete with utterly unnecessary post-converted 3D. Oh, it was in 3D? price gouging? I don't know. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? (laughs) Maybe the 3D tickets? Oh, oh, maybe. I don't know, but geez, calm down. But what price Karina's gouging mad. mean? Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, like, what would that be? It's like, how did they... I don't Are know. they saying it's cheap? That's, uh, isn't that what... Because when you... Yeah, right? maybe she. Maybe it's price. like the 3D ticket prices are more expensive and she's like, and I didn't want to pay it. Yeah, I, I don't see. know. Well, audiences polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average grade of A-. minus. Well, that's good. Um, and here's our new segment. Is Chris in this? <laughs> so we have to have a conversation as to whether a Chris was in this. And I'm going to say there was a Chris. There was a Chris. And can I just say that I have never understood the excitement about Chris Evans. I mean, I've always been like, yeah, he's a good looking person, whatever. I don't really care. The, I now understand it. I understand why everyone yeah. is. He's a superstar, very obsessed with who he's dating, all that kind of stuff. I understand the fandom. Um, who is he dating? Well, I don't know now. But I also watched a video the other day of him and his brother like scaring each other and it was very cute and charming they like surprise each other all the time and like scream each other's name hiding behind something and it's (laughs) it was funny um i liked him i thought he was really likable and i i want more and it's it's half of why i liked the movie was him so i think i i'm on board for chris evans now he is very charismatic i did enjoy the performance i really couldn't get behind him scrawny no that was weird that was a little much (laughs) for me Mm mm-hmm yeah, he quickly becomes one of my favorite characters in Oh wait, in Captain the, America's your favorite character? Uh well he quickly becomes one of uh-huh. my favorite characters oh, okay. after this. My favorite, favorite character favorite. is 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 Hulk. I love Hulk. I feel like Hulk not getting the love. He not getting the love he needs. I'm excited for the She-Hulk show. I think that's gonna yeah. be fun. But they not, you know what I'm saying? Hulk need to be out here smashing and stuff. They not. Did not you like the it. Ed Helms uh, Incredible Hulk? Ed oh, wait, Norton. No. Uh, wait, <laughs> hold on. Ed Norton. I would Ed love an Ed Helms. Edward Norton. Incredible Ed Helms Hulk. as Hulk would be so funny. <laughs> we we got to do that. Someone has to do that. And then Edward um, Norton. Did you like that one? I did like that one, but I am a oh. Ang Lee Hulk stan. Um, so okay. I oh. am sort of upset. Of, of how that movie has been sort of ostracized. Yeah, we're not even covering it because uh, we were told yeah, it's because trash. It's, it's not, it's also not in the MCU. It's not, it's quote unquote, not it's in not the canon? MCU. It's not canon. So that's but Ed why we're Norton's not. Hulk starts with a, with a, a flashback of events. That's basically the whole Ang Lee Hulk movie. They're like, um, this didn't happen, but it happened. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Well, I'm intrigued. Leah's furiously typing. She wants to Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Leah is protecting herself and saying Incredible Hulk was trash. She did not say Ang Lee Hulk was trash. That is the key difference there. So Jennifer Connelly is fantastic in Ang Lee's Hulk. 
and and uh, Eric Bana is also fantastic. And not that I don't like Edward Norton or uh, Liv Tyler. They're both great. But I just miss my friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's I all I'm see. Saying. Mm. Wait. So Ang Lee's Hulk was the first Hulk movie? Yeah, it's the first Hulk movie that they made, uh, you know, during this, t- you know, it's. I think it came out like a, a few years after Spider-Man. Um, you and know, it's it was not around. Marvel? Uh, and it's, yeah, it, it, well, it is Marvel, <laughs> but it's not Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. So is it Sony? Uh, We're lost. We, no. What, what are these no, phases? No, it's universal. What are the phases? Do you understand the phase thing? <laughs> yeah, what are phases? Yes, I do understand the phases. Can you tell so us? The phases are just, are, are periods of, of movie that like, when they, 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 that's the, rollout that they had essentially but see, so like phase one oh, no my, i'm so confused by this because like on disney plus the films are categorized in phase one phase two i'm like how am i supposed to know when it was rolled out when i'm searching for <laughs> yeah well well i well yeah you know you're not gonna know but if you go in order then that'll track that'll help track okay. it for you i think disney plus has also put the movies in the timeline order which is different than the phase one. Oh. What the timeline order is different than the phase order? The yeah, fuck? Someone, why would they do that? People might say you can watch this Captain America. You know, you can watch this early since it takes place in nineteen thirty, whenever nineteen forty, whenever it is that it, the movie takes place. You can watch that first, I think, um. and then you know, and then like Cap. Well, I'm not gonna. Y'all are y'all are watching it, but <laughs> you'll see that some movies come out, and you're like, oh, this actually happened. Before this movie, that's in phase three, you know, or whatever. Oh. <laughs> okay, so it's very Star Wars esque. It's very Star Wars esque, yes. Okay. Exactly. So they're asking me to not be interested because that's a lot of work on my behalf to like figure <laughs> shit out. Okay, we have another new segment. Is Kiss in this? Now, this is a new segment where we have a yes or no conversation about if a kiss is in the film and what we thought of any kissing scenes or romantic storylines. Now, was there a kiss in this okay. film? Ooh, there was two kisses. Mm-hmm. Yes. First kiss did not really love. She was a little aggressive in a way where I was like, yikes, I see myself and I will make a change, <laughs> take a chance and not be that aggressive. That's so funny. <laughs> I got to say, I liked both kisses in this. I don't think I liked the first kiss the first time because I was like, Captain America don't need this. But there was, I liked that there was just randomly, <laughs> just randomly a woman out of nowhere, like, if the other women aren't here in front of, they're in the office. They don't yeah, even go they into They are in the office. <laughs> they don't go away. <laughs> they're just visible. Yeah. Anyone can see. She pulled um, him so, yeah. it, like behind a bookshelf with huge gaps. And I was yeah. like, that's <laughs> not privacy. And when then his his crush saw and she was hurt, um, I didn't like that. Yeah. But then when they kissed, I liked that. That's my thought. I thought it was beautiful. I, yeah. it I was did so like touching. the little peck. And I really loved when Tommy Lee Jones was like, I ain't kissing you. I liked that too. That yeah. was funny. That was a good line. Yeah, um, I laughed yeah, very really hard. But then think about this. Like, really hit me. So basically from her perspective, he died after he said he was going to take her dancing. And then she had to live like that for the rest of her life. She had to yeah. live like that. <laughs> yeah. Like she had like Captain America was her boyfriend basically. And then it was over. That's so fucked up. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think like, for me, after watching 
now that I've seen like all of the other the the movies, I, I, when I first watched this, it didn't the consequences of that didn't resonate with me in mm. the same way. But like watching it now, knowing that he you know goes on to be alive seventy years in the future, like uh, super touching. Their kisses really it's so. What if she was still alive beautiful. and she was like ninety eight? Yeah, he yeah. What do you do? <laughs> he would be like, ew. But you go talk to her. <laughs> And just say, like, Wait, oh, I was in, like, a coma. Leah says maybe she is. May. Oh, my. I'm not going to say So anything. we're going to see that a little bitch? <laughs> I really hope. I'm not going to say any Oh, my words. God. <laughs> I hope there's a sex scene I... with a very, like, I hope she's played by the woman from Titanic. Yes. And I hope. But she yes, has the I attitude hope. of Blanche from Golden Girls. And she's like, let's <laughs> do it. Oh, my God. I love this. Uh, should we get into some trivia? Yes, please. So according to IMDb.com, Haley Atwell, Peggy Carter, admitted in interviews that she was very taken by Chris Evans's physique and nearly broke character in the scene where he first steps out in his new form and ruined the take by bopping him on the chest, which made it into the film as a result. I clocked that. I was like, how wild. She was just like touching him. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. That was not acting. She was like, well, dang. <laughs> <laughs> like they saved the reveal for the moment they were doing the scene together and she's like you do look good <laughs> like I, I but i also feel like it makes sense for her to touch him because it's it's like a crazy change but mm -hmm. that is funny i wonder what he was thinking during that moment um stanley tucci took the role of dr erskine because the role enabled him to use a german accent which he always wanted to do oh i'm sorry i insulted it yeah do you feel bad now lauren <laughs> I do. stanley tucci's was living a dream, and here you are shitting on that dream. No, I, I'm sorry. He did a great job, and I'm really glad he got to do what he wanted. <laughs> Is it a bad accent? I can't. I can never. I don't think tell it was even bad. It was bad. more that I was thinking. I wish it was like someone where I wasn't thinking. Oh, they're doing an accent because I know he's not German. Mm. Like it would have been cool if it was an actor either I didn't know or that one that had a German accent naturally, and then that was just the thing. But that's just my opinion. While, while watching that, I feel like I've never heard Stanley Tucci. Except for his current show on Netflix, but like I never hear him speak in his regular <laughs> accent. Oh my god, is his stuff. like cooking show? Is that the or like his travel show where he eats or something? Yeah. I want to watch that. Yeah, his travel in his. Wait, what is his yeah, regular accent? American? You know, I guess. <laughs> like, I and I guess it's American. I don't actually know. If I that's mean, he true. does the an American accent in The Devil Wears Prada, but he often plays like a sort of debonair. Like he's always kind of like putting oh, yeah, on a little right. bit of something. Yeah. 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 I love Stanley Tucci. I think he's so hot. Okay. Love Skinny Steve was achieved by an LA-based CG company called Lola. They also make feminine care products. I wonder if they're the same company. And I just have to say, I'm not That's laughing at the concept of him being attractive. I'm laughing at how horny you just got about him being attractive. Okay, please go back to what you were saying. <laughs> mm, Stanley Tucci. <laughs> uh, so it's called Lola and it specializes in digital plastic surgery. Wow. They shot each of those scenes at least four times, once normally, once with Chris or with Evans gone in front of a green screen, once with everyone else in the scene but Evans absent, and once with a body double. Oh my Holy God, shit. it's forever. That's a lot. For close-ups, Evans' fellow actor had to look at marks on his chin that represented where his eyes would be, and he had to look at marks on the top no. of actors' heads. Oof. That's so hard. But what if they would have just cast a little dude, and then CGI'd the muscles later. You know what I'm saying? It would have been totally different. But I truly, wait, so hold on. Let me just see this again. They did it once normally, once with mm -hmm. him alone in front of a green screen, once with everyone else in the scene but him not there, and once with a body double. Now, I, now would the body double be small? 
Because that's what I was picturing the whole time, a smaller actress that they could look down. It would just be all natural. It'd be easy to act mm-hmm. that out. This is so yeah. interesting. So many this, ways they did it. Weird. Well, I guess it's helpful the for his acting. The body double's the one that confuses me. Me too. I mean, I think for his acting purposes, it's good that he was in the scene with everyone because he was mm-hmm. having to react off them. But that's just, that's so confusing. And then when they're looking at his chin in the scene, that's mm-hmm. just like goofy. Like, that's so yeah. hard. Gotta say, very impressed with the acting. Me too. With those fucking, it's hard. Like, whenever I have to act with a C-stand, like the thing that holds a light yeah. or whatever, I'm like, it's hard because you have to look at this like taped X. Yes. And then you're just trying to emote. And then the other actor is somewhere else with like a, a just a disembodied voice. It's that's I'm thoroughly that impressed. is really hard. And doing that for a whole yeah. movie would be really hard. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, a fan on Tumblr placed a caption on a GIF from the end of the movie of a child playing with a homemade Captain America shield that said, Phil, time for dinner, indicating that the child was a young agent, Phil Coulson. Fans shared the image, not realizing it had been manipulated, and it became a popular fan theory. Clark Gregg has not confirmed this retroactively. Okay. I love how the fans are like, this! (laughs) And then people are like, I guess it's true. But this one, they were like, no! (laughs) But also, why is Clark Gregg... <laughs> why, why, and also, why is Clark Gregg the person to talk to? Like, talk to the writers or talk know. to. <laughs> like, well, yeah, that's like, knows. what's his name? Andrew Garfield, or not Garfield, the other one, the little one. Who? He was like, I am the Spider Man <laughs> kid from, I don't know, something. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. No, that is me. I am the kid. <laughs> oh, Tom Holland. <laughs> I'm sorry. I called him the little one. Oh, my God. But he is tiny. I think most Spider Man actors are shorter. Isn't that true? It feels kind of true. I think so. I'm still really sad we're not watching Spider-Man 3. Yeah, I'm curious, but also I'm fine with it. Um, Okay, now for our segment, Five Stark Industries. This is where we read newcomers' listener reviews. This is a five-star review from Van WNB. Thanks for doing something I would never do to begin with. I will absolutely never watch any one of the movies they review, especially Tyler Perry. But these people, oh, but that was the best series. Wow. Especially. Those are the best. But these people, <laughs> That's the real MCU, okay? That was the best. But these people keep me coming back. Nicole and Lauren could, re- could review off-brand serials, and I'd listen to every episode. Good idea. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the new, <laughs> new podcast. <laughs> oh my um, god okay so this season in addition to apple reviews of newcomers we're also reading reviews from letterboxd um and then we're gonna give uh, the film a one sentence review ourselves and a star rating and anyone who doesn't know what letterboxd is it's a social platform where people can write reviews of films follow our show on letterboxd it's at newcomers um so this is nate nate said central to this story is an idea that one of the worst fates you could suffer is becoming an entertainer wow oh interesting (laughs) (laughs) he was humiliated when he had to stand on stage yeah he really didn't like it uh this one is a three-star review from fran hefner and she says small guy gets big well fran is insightful and intuitive yes so what Mm -hmm. is a one sentence review you would give the film Pretty to look at cinema, cinemagraphic. No, that's not a word. Keep that in. Uh, Keep that in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice to look at <laughs> cinemagraphic. Did not like skinny little man, but overall, I think okay. Didn't like the end. Ooh, here's my actual review. Okay, the last five minutes were the best part of the movie. Yeah, and I will add to that. I now understand the Chris Evans fandom, and um, I liked. How it was like the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So I like a period so piece. I'm gonna go with is bobblehead, redhead. Is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's, <laughs> James, I fucking that's love so that. Can you put that in our review, please, and quote James. Um, yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> I would give this movie four stars. I'm leaving room to grow. Th- I think there's five stars possible. I'm wow. giving it three based on this man's shield is stolen from my people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's out of five. Is it out of five? I think fi- it's out, out of five, five, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what to do. I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with 4.5. Hey, that's good. Okay. Yeah. See, I. Yeah. And I would also just say, I think go back and watch. If you watch all of these, and have an affinity for the movies by the time you're done, watch it again because it 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 ended up meaning more watching it. Okay, okay. Seen, gone I'll stop everything. you right there. I'll never watch this movie again. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll be watching it again, but I wouldn't be mad if it was on in the room that I was in. Mm, I like. I it. might ask someone to turn it off. <laughs> I liked. The I liked a lot of If elements. you like the other movies, okay, yeah. No. This movie was two like, hours and five well, that's fucking what minutes. With all of these, I mean. And when I started it at midnight last night, boy, was I. Upset I know I started it late too, and to I was myself. so tired. And then I had to finish it this morning. But then I, I really same. enjoyed watching it this morning when I was laying on the couch. We, <laughs> we did the same thing. We all did the exact. That's so why funny. did we start why? at midnight? That doesn't make oh any sense. <laughs> why was that I don't the time know. we I chose like, to start? Watching. Here's why I started at midnight. I was like, I would rather do my laundry, clean my room, <laughs> yeah. do anything but watch this yeah, movie. I get it. Um, well, please review us on Apple Podcasts. We will pick another five star review to read on the next episode, and you can rate us on Spotify as well. Yeah, James, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, follow me at James Third Comedy. Third is three R D, and my podcast Black Men Can't Jump, where we are wherever you listen to podcasts. I think great. <laughs> well, thank you so much Ooh. for being here and for illuminating us as to why we should love these films. It's, yes, this is very enjoyable, and it is funny because <laughs> I did like the movie a little bit better after talking about it. But like, I really got to stand, stick with it. I hated that little skinny man. So we're gonna be back <laughs> with the fucking Avengers. Um, oh my god! It seems wow, I'm Avengers like is overwhelmed. Next? Wow, yeah. So is he? He's. Okay. I'm that. overwhelmed at the thought of all of them playing together. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's like, yeah. oh god, it's gonna be so intense. Well, you get Mark Ruffalo as Hulk, and he is a great. Oh, good! Uh, Hulk, I like him I as an actor. Yeah. Is this yeah. the first time we see the Hulk? Yes, first time you see uh, Mark Ruffalo as Hulk because Ed Norton is Ed Norton's is technically in the MCU, oh. so it's this our second time seeing Hulk. Okay, interesting. Yeah. And this is not Sec- the end game. Second. This is just Avengers. Oh no! Oh goodness! There's a there's a lot miles to go before the end game. <laughs> oh my god! I just thought it was interesting that it was like Avengers End Game, and I was like, "But you're gonna make more movies, so why call anything the end?" Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what? You're right. I'm excited. That'll I'm excited no to see how they interact. I enjoyed when Nick Fury came in at the end. So then it was like, "Oh, now he's gonna meet all of them." So I, I I'm curious what's gonna happen. Ooh, I wonder if it's gonna be like Charlie's Angels, where Nick Fury is like. Hey Avengers, I got a mission for you. I need you guys to team up and go Ooh. do something crazy. Tee hee hee. Oh my God. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.
אוקיי, ביי ביי! was a HeadGum original.